When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My name is Stephanie Paulsell. I teach at Harvard Divinity School. My field is religion and literature, and I'm interested in the ways in which what we call religion and what we call literature intersect. I wrote a commentary on the biblical book, The Song of Songs, several years ago, maybe 10 years ago. And that's a, you know, a beautiful erotic love poem where two people adore each other, but you know, are constantly expressing that they don't know where to find each other. They don't know. He says to her, who are you? You know, you're so beautiful. He can describe every inch of her body, but still he doesn't quite know her. And we can't quite know each other all the way. And I think there's something about having faith in that, that we can love what we can see shining on the surface, but also we can love the thing that we don't know and probably won't ever know. We can love that too. Depth is really important to me in terms of meaning, but I think meaning is not just depth. It is also surface, what's on the surface. And I think maybe that's the way in. Virginia Woolf struggled with depression terribly throughout her life and ended her life um, at the end when she was my age, 59. And she had a lot of losses early on, a lot of close uh, beloveds dying early in her life. She's published all her journals. This is how I first got into Virginia Woolf. I couldn't understand her novels at all, but my mother gave me a volume of her letters, and I, I loved those, and I went from there to her diaries. And, she, and someone has published her, her childhood or her diaries before she became Virginia Woolf, so from the time she's like 15 until she's 22, 24 maybe. And you can see that when she is in depression, they they fall silent. And weeks go by, months go by, there's no writing. And then there's like a grocery list or, you know, a short description of something she's seen. You see her writing her way back into life. and that's how the lovers in the Song of Songs come to each other. You know, your teeth are like a flock of goats, you know, your, your hair is like a flock of goats running down the mountainside, or your teeth are like, I can't remember, sheep, or, you know. Um, and it's in the creativity of trying to say what almost can't be said that they, you know, are given their great project of creativity and love. Um, so I think that starting with what we can see around us, I think we can't start maybe with what's deep and hidden in the fish that we want to have faith are there, but really aren't sure. Um, I think we do have to start with the beauty of the world and of each other. Um, My husband Kevin and I were just in Ireland, and we saw so many beautiful places, so many beautiful ruins of, you know, 
monasteries and churches with birds making nests in them and, you know, plants growing out of the windowsills and it was amazing. But we, we went one day to a waterfall, just a beautiful, I think it was the biggest water tallest waterfall in Ireland. And I I we got there and I thought, why aren't I spending my life finding places like this and going to them and being in their presence? Why am I always trying to get my email answered? Why <laughs> you know, why aren't I seeing what's in front of me on the surface with Emily Dickinson's revering eye. Um, I think it's the, yeah, I think starting in the depths, especially if you're feeling that that's where you're, you know, if you're in the depths of despair, maybe the depths aren't what you want to keep exploring. But um, but to have, a, to be able to bring a revering eye to the world around us may be the thing that helps us get up. In Wolf's novel, To the Lighthouse, there's a painter named Lily, and she's trying to make a painting of a woman named Mrs. Ramsey who's died. And she she's thinking about the vocation of the artist, and she thinks to herself that the artist is a lover whose work it is to take things that seem not to belong together and put them together in a way, as she puts it, that creates a globed, compacted thing over which thought lingers and love plays. And so I think if the artist is creating something that attracts both our thought and our love, when we're creating, we're involved in that, in thought and in love. And um, I don't know, there's nothing more generative or uplifting than that, I think, for me. Making Meaning is a limited series from Ministry of Ideas. It is produced by me, Zachary Davis, and Jack Pombriand. If you enjoyed this episode, you can support us by sharing the show with your friends, subscribing, and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. For more information, visit our website at ministryofideas.org. You can connect with us on Twitter, where we're at Ministry of Ideas. You can also email us at zachary at ministryofideas.org. We would love to hear from you. Ministry of Ideas is a proud member of Hub & Spoke, a Boston-centric collective of smart, idea-driven podcasts. You can check out all of our shows at hubspokeaudio.org.